The TNT Shop has great gift ideas for your furry family member. And we don't mean your Aunt Dolores. You stink! The TNT Shop has it all at TNTradio.live. Tyler Nixon has the power of information. Today's News Talk, TNT. Welcome to the Tyler Nixon Show for today, February 15th, 2024. This is an exciting day. A lot of developments on the legal fronts. And uh, my guest, Garrett Ziegler of Marco Polo, uh, an intrepid exposer of Biden corruption and the Biden crime family is joining me in 30 seconds or so. But uh, I just wanted to real quick say that uh, Tony Bobulinski testified to the House Oversight and the House Judiciary Committees and his opening statement, which is the only thing I've seen so far, was absolutely so well crafted and such a stunning indictment of the Bidens. It's just it's it's uh, unimpeachable. I mean, plus his uh, his record as a Navy veteran. And meanwhile, down in Georgia, uh, the devil went down to Georgia. Right. And and Fannie Willis and uh, we got Nathan Wade on the stand, the uh, the uh, high paid um, prosecutor who happened to be Fannie's uh, Fannie squeeze as well is uh is melting down under the uh, withering questioning of uh of the uh de- defense lawyers i'm not sure who the particular counsel is but this guy's coming unglued i mean it's just uh it's it's a it's a sad for them site but it's a delicious site and much deserved uh and you know hopefully donald trump continues to have this uh, streak of self-implosion or self-destruction implosion of his uh of his tormentors and the persecutors the deep statist uh lawfare specialists so getting right to my guest garrett ziegler of marco polo garrett my friend it is great to have you with us i appreciate it thanks for having me on tyler it's always a pleasure well i i you heard me talk about tony bobolinski and his testimony you've always got the inside line uh what can you tell us about his uh his appearance before the uh, house uh yesterday or was it well, I'm eager to get, yeah the, um, I'm, I'm eager to get the transcript because i want to know what the democrats line of attack is you can be sure that dan goldman and jamie raskin were talking oh. to Ken morris um and other people um, you know just minutes before bobolinsky came in to testify so i'm interested in what angle they're taking um obviously bobolinsky is like us all a sinner and so you saw that david brock and all these hatchet men were uh yeah basically drudging up old lawsuits uh in business related lawsuits with bobolinsky and bobolinsky was a minority owner in uh in some um online dating site it was basically an online dating grift the reason why i'm starting out with this is because the fact that they are going to 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 this length to, to show that oh Bobolinsky is somehow you know litigious yeah. if, in, if it, that in any way affects his testimony that Joey was overseeing a FARA violating scheme with CEFC and um, you know what is critical to understand about CEFC is they are the tip of the spear for one belt one road. That's what they did. Yeah, they that's right. Grabbed African despots and then took the infrastructure when they inevitably couldn't pay because the terms were terrible. Yeah, so and, and for, for for our listeners who are not aware of that that initiative, that's the Chinese essential. Uh, uh, sort of imperial quasi capitalism, uh, you know, where they're going to go in and buy everything up in countries, uh, developing countries and essentially uh, pave. The, well, I'll let you describe it. Yeah. So this is pretty much the key thing I focused on in the White House with Peter Navarro. 
this is the Chicom's 21st century plan to take over the world without firing a shot. They are sharp people. One thing we never do with the Chicom's is underestimate them. They realize that the kinetic war route loses a lot of men, uh, breeds resentment at home, and is costly. So why would they want to get into a war with anybody? It's much easier and much safer to conduct economic uh, subterfuge and espionage. So because when they go into these countries, Tyler, they're collecting intel. They figure out who the elites are, buy them off, sometimes with trinkets, sometimes it takes serious cash. And Hunter's business partner in the CEFC uh, entanglements was Patrick Ho, who was not only indicted but convicted by a jury of his peers in the SDNY and Hunter to a prostitute said that he was the effing spy chief of China. Now, yeah. he was a spy chief, but he just wasn't the top dog. So Hunter was sort of showing off to his girlfriend slash uh, prostitute. But now, what Patrick Ho has, has, dis has disappeared. Is that not correct? He's, he's, well, Patrick Ho has disappeared in the sense that he got deported when he was released from prison. Okay. But the key people that have disappeared are Ye Jin Ming and Gong Wen Dong. Gong Wen Dong, according to Mervyn Yan, who did testimony last month, is not allowed back in the United States. From China, China put a travel uh, restriction on him. But the key figure, the top dog, Patrick Ho was the lieutenant for this man, is Ye Jin Ming. And he has not been seen in five years next month. March 2018 falls off the face of the earth right after Ho's indicted. And again, these are the people that the Bidens were in business with. Uh, so it doesn't get higher than this when Margaret Wheeler and Blue and On and all these other nincompoops talk about meetings with low-level people in Trump Tower. Those Russians are are pipsqueaks. These are the top dogs in the Chicom influence peddling scheme. Top dogs. Ye yeah. Jingming was the chairman of CEFC. And so there's very little more relevant than this. And Tony, of course, produced all of the WhatsApp messages, all of the emails that he had in his possession to us personally, along with Peter Schweizer. Really? Yeah, yeah. I actually talked to Tony about a half a dozen times in the beginning of 2022, late 2021. And well, What's your take on him just on a personal basis, if you don't mind sharing? My, I'll give you my impression. I think he's – I mean, I haven't been in the military – He's a straightforward patriot, and he and he was not going to have his name and his family soiled to cover up the uh, perfidy and the corruption of the Bidens. That's for sure. Yeah, I think that Tony Bobulinski is patriotic, and I think that he is um, different than me in the sense that he wants to do global business. He's a global businessman. There's a debate whether he's a globalist, but he's definitely you. Let's put it this way: you can be a globalist and be. Uh, pro-America. It's difficult, and there are very few people that do it, but I would prefer people that are very, you know, nationalist. So, Tony's different than us, but nevertheless, that in no way disputes the authenticity of what he's saying. He said right. under oath, hey, I got into bed with these guys. I realized they ripped me off for $5 million, because remember, Hunter and Jimmy went behind his back, lied to his, not only his face, but over WhatsApp messages about the current status of the $5 million wire that was going to come from Zhang Jianjun and Raymond Zhao. And when Hunter did that WhatsApp message in July of 2017 with his daddy sitting by him to the CEFC executive saying, 
I am sitting next to my father. If the commitment is not made, we will make sure between me and the person sitting next to me that you will come to regret this. That was about the five million that they went behind Tony's back on. Tony was to see that five million invested in infrastructure projects, Belt and Road. But instead, Hunter used that as a down payment uh, and basically spent it on hookers and blow. That is not an exaggeration. U.S. prosecutors oh, said that. It's just incredible. I mean, I you know, how do you run through that much money? Well, I guess we we can see. But that is just, one it, angle of like, this that only you and a couple of other people have talked about, Tyler. He blew through the Chicom cash. By December of 2018, he was spending Joe's money on, on Russian hookers. Yeah. Do you think... I mean, I guess, yeah, if you're a lavish lifestyle like that, I mean, no, no, you know, $10,000 a day hotel rooms, you can burn through money real quick. I mean, which is just kind of sad considering that he has a family and that they're having to constantly even hit him up for things like tuition for basic. I mean, and obviously you were uh, participated or were uh, critical in that uh, the um, alimony or not alimony, excuse me, the child support. Uh, uh, yeah, the hearing that was held, he was trying to protest and have it lowered. I mean, it's he just- flew a pri- he flew in a private jet, but paid for by Kevin Morris. Kevin Morris's tail number. He flew in a private. I just want everybody. I'm going to say this slowly, not for you, but for anybody <laughs> who's never heard of me before. Yeah. The son of the U.S. president, who he said was the smartest person he knows from a pure intellectual capacity, took a private jet to a circuit court hearing in Arkansas to apply to lower his child support case. Yeah. Or, hey, he's, he's a hardship he said, he's a hardship case you know yes because he said he did not have the resources he took a private jet to that hearing <laughs> and they're lambasting me this guy turned 54 two weeks ago he acts yeah. like a 24 year old 24 14 year old with with without a scruple in his body no i absolutely I, and it's just um and and now he's now he's trying to cash in on it with uh a documentary, I guess, uh, being led by the the uh, uh, by Kevin Morris, his lawyer slash fixer slash lender slash, you know, TNT's Darren Denslow. Yeah, I'm talking about the illness. Actually, that has done has been doing the rhymes. Not have we only seen a uh, a mass influx of people waving their COVID tests online? Look, I got a red line. It's like, oh my god, people still testing, or people, you know, trying to encourage others to wear their masks. Um, but there has been a talk of a dry cough. There have been doctors coming out saying we've seen loads of cases of that. Uh, have you been suffering from, you know, a bit of cough and flu or cold or COVID? Well, Darren, I, COVID. I, I just I just did my eighth test oh, and okay. um, I, I'm just going to keep doing it until I get lines and lines. Why? Well, because work's coming back up, isn't it? Digging deeper with D.D. Denslow on today's News Talk. TNT. The Light is Britain's far-right conspiracy theory paper spreading hate and vicious lies. No, that's what the BBC say. The Light is the only national newspaper bringing you the real news and informed opinion on what's really going on today. You can subscribe, order copies, submit articles, and read back issues on our website, thelightpaper.co.uk, and see for yourself why the establishment are so worried about the uncensored truth getting out to people every month. The Light Paper. Not for right, just right so far. Thelightpaper.co.uk Today's News Talk Radio. Now we're talking. Turn it up now. TNT. Welcome back to the Tyler Nixon Show. We just had to iron out the little, uh, a little bit of technological uh, kerfuffles going on there. Uh, these miracles, this miraculous technology, it's not working the way it should, damn it. 
Um, anyway, joining me, of course, Garrett Ziegler of Marco Polo, my good friend, and as I said, intrepid warrior for the exposure of the Biden crime family and all their perfidy. He's the expert. Garrett, welcome to the show. And um, so you were you were talking about uh, where where were you? Uh, you were midstream about. Uh, I think we were talking about Hunter's Hunter Biden's. Uh, hardship case that he's suffering right now as he flew to on a private jet to his uh his child uh child support hearing in order to to reduce the amount of child support he's paying uh what you know give give how about give us a little tidbit from the biden laptop and by the way um if you want to also uh you know plug where everybody can find uh find marco polo and the biden laptop report uh do that but then give us a tidbit of what the most egregious or the most outrageous say single expenditure uh, you saw in the Hunter Biden, uh, you know, panoply of just money burned uh, as it comes in. Yeah. So we were discussing the fact that I was retained by the mother of Hunter Biden's child last year about this time. And Hunter had brought all this on himself. He was the one who applied and reopened the case and he applied for a reduction in child support. And what ended up happening was that the mother, unlike Hunter is not a sociopath. She's just a normal girl from Arkansas who got pregnant and is kind. And so she took uh, a reduction in uh, cash and supplemented it with his art. And obviously, uh, the the the, um, the suggestion on my end is that art is going to decrease in value the moment Joey gets <laughs> out of office. So you better move that quickly if you're going to be able to make up the difference in liquid cash vis-a-vis the art. So, again, sociologically, this entire thing is fascinating and hilarious. There's currently a movie being made, uh, another book being written that I'm helping with. I'm not writing it. It's a it's an artist who's writing a book. I'm very excited about it because when the the first line of our report, which anybody can go read at BidenReport.com, it's got over eight million IP address visits so far, eight million. BidenReport.com, the first line of it is about the how uh, contemporary political pressures inhibit people from looking at things clearly. What do I mean by that? The second Joey is out of office, there's going to be a large section of the country and most of the left-wing politicos who will be able to see this situation clearly and who aren't going to be uh, able to fall back on, well, hey, if I talk about this now, this is going to hurt us politically right now. Once Joey's out of office, people will see what you and I see right now, Tyler, as perhaps the most corrupt member of any U.S. first family in the history of the nation. Uh, the only person who I believe more corrupt to be J- than Joey is Lyndon Johnson. M- my group and I, and you know Mark and our group, We say that Lyndon Johnson is Joe and Hunter Biden combined. Lyndon Johnson killed his own sister, and I I urge everybody to fact check me on that. The death of Josepha Johnson. So in in one way, this is precedented. In another way, it's unprecedented because imagine if Josepha had an iPhone – and a laptop that were left at a repair shop, what we'd see about Lyndon. That's the opportunity we have here. In in a key way, I'm nothing more than a chronicler. I don't have a daily beat. I don't produce daily articles. We we come up with basically a small report a week. Last week, it was on the attorney for Rob Walker, another Biden crony who lives in Arkansas but had Wilmington, Delaware lawyers. His lawyer 
work at the U.S. Uh, Department of Justice, U.S. Attorney's Office in Delaware for seven years and is friends with all the people prosecuting Hunter. So there's a clear conflict of interest there. Even though their tenures didn't overlap, he should have recused himself. He shouldn't have took on the client because yeah. they would have been investigating Walker. Walker is the one who received the wires, the one who had Mel Monzak as his registered agent. So all of these things will be able to be recognized by millions of people. And as sure as we're sitting here, Tyler, in five years, 10 years, 15 years, people will be listening to this audio and they'll say, holy crap, these guys were right on the money. They were so close to the bone. And I think that is why, going back to Bobolinsky and very uh, contemporary topic this week, Bobolinsky is very close to the bone. He is, you asked me about the most egregious expenditure. Bobolinsky is, uh, invo was involved in the CEFC far violating money laundering scheme. That is, I think, the most egregious because not Hunter didn't take that money from the Chai Coms and put a down payment on a house in Annapolis. He blew that uh, on Russian hookers, Russian pimps, um, and other girls, we'll call them, females, uh, from a site called Uber GFE. And the ringleader, the madam of that human trafficking ring, ubergfe.com, still still active. It is a shame that, that this thing hasn't been seized. But uh, Moreva Ekaterina is the name of the, of the madam. We've sent all of this information to Homeland Security Investigations, all of it. We sent our entire report there. Oh, I'm uh, sure they're all over it right now, right? Hunter sent over <laughs> My orifice has squads of uh, investigators on top of it. Hunter sent over $100,000 to people connected to this single website. And so I think that's the most egregious expenditure. But just like the California indictment, one thing we're concerned with is everybody talking about what happened to the money once it got into the pot, which we think is interesting, but only somewhat national security related. The key thing that's national security related is how the money got into the pot. And that's where we live, and that is why Abby Lowell uh, hates us, and we're causing him more lost hairs by the day, and why Kevin Morris is putting on about five years in terms of his appearance every six months, <laughs> because we're focused intently on how the money got into the pot. That is, it was money laundering and FARA violations, principally, and Jimmy's right there. Frankie's there to a lesser extent, although even the Bidens consider Joey's youngest brother to be so pathetic as to not even involve him. One time, Jill was on a late night show, and she said, I think Frankie's selling insurance in Florida or something. I mean, of all of the characters, Frankie is by far the most pathetic, even more pathetic than he, Hunter. He's not even rising to Fredo level of uh, pathetic. Is, you know, That's a hilarious Corleone, well Fredo Corleone. Yes. Yeah, and Lord knows Hunter's not Michael. Um, although he no, that's for sure. Them. Hunter is definitely not as sharp as my as the character Michael Corleone. So this entire thing involves uh, money, chicoms, Russians, sex, drugs, prostitutes. It has everything. Everything that the uh, everything that human sociology can offer. It has, and that's why we, like you said, we put together this dossier. It, on, it is the dossier to end all dossiers on the Bidens. I'm not saying this thing can't be done on other families, but this guy's been in office for 55 years. I'm not saying I know yeah. everything about the Bidens, but if you want to know what your American president is like, you can, you can find that out for free, and you can get a printed hard copy. We've sent you, we've sent some to the Nixons. It is. Uh, something that took us nearly two years. What we do is, for nerds who want to hear how we went through it, 
we we it's basically a digital scrapbook because and Lowell just complained about this in a, in a filing two weeks ago, Tyler. He it's said, so, I'll say this, it's so exhaustive. It's almost exhausting to read it because there's so much. Per, I told so my mother, per- take one to two pages a day. Nothing yeah. more. <laughs> and yeah. don't call you. Don't call you in the morning. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's rough. I'll dude. just say it's, real quick about Lowell, real quick about Lowell. Lowell complained that the U.S. attorney's office didn't present Hunter's laptop uh, hard drive in a uh, understandable copy. Well, hey, Abby, I got a, I got news for you, buddy. Your client was a total crackhead degenerate uh, F up. So what this means is you're going to have to take the time to figure out where the stuff is on the hard drive. If Abby wants a cheat sheet, we'll be happy to give it to him. It'll be the third time I hand him a copy of the report. If Abby wants to know what is Brady material, and of course there's hardly any Brady material, but if Abby wants to know what Brady material there is and what else is on his client's hard drive, just read our dossier. We've given a, a copy of our dossier was handed to Hunter's attorney and Hunter in court in Independence County, Arkansas. It's in a transcript. It's absolutely hilarious. They got handed a physical report in court. It was the greatest spanking uh, to ever occur in Independence County, Arkansas. I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm just uh, looking over Tony Bobolinsky's. You know, it's funny because I, I think he shares your uh, your uh Let's say uh, contempt. I, I don't know. That's maybe that's not, not enough word for uh, for Abby Lowell. He he specifically. I don't know if you noticed in his opening yeah, statement. He yeah he singled out uh, the attorneys that who that are coming after him clearly. And you know it, it is interesting that this guy's been dormant for what is it now? I mean when he went on Tucker Carlson, we're talking almost four years ago. He came out with these revelations and said, "I'm I'm prepared. I've here are the phones. Here's." You know, I mean, you can't uh, if you were trying a case for any crime, you could not produce. You probably could not wish for better evidence than he was he was offering, you know, ironclad uh, they, in every they respect. They convict drug dealers on much lesser things every day of the year. And U.S. attorneys uh, by U.S. attorneys every day across the country, drug dealers are are, are, uh, are no convicted question. for much less. Circumstantial evidence in cases that there's nothing close to this, uh, and people are put away for for, for years, for decades in some cases. Um, and I'm just I'm trying to find what he exactly said uh, in the statement here uh, in the opening statement, but it was brilliant. I mean, I thought his. Did you read his opening statement, by the way? I I got it from the somebody who knows his attorney, Passantino. Um, I got so, it right yeah. here, brother. Okay, let me let's let's just I've got to see this. Uh, let's see. Yeah, the you know, his, uh, and interestingly, I would say about and to, to, to everybody you know watching Tony Bobolinsky. I mean, his family, boy, they, I mean, they there's no question they are patriots in terms of their service to the country. I mean, every every immediate family member of his father, grandfather, sister, uh, sister works for the VA. I mean, they they dedicated their you know these weren't just like one time one and done. I mean, these were these are careers. These are people who served basically, you know, what we call lifers. I mean, they they made careers of, of military service uh, for the country uh, in, in the Navy and and in, you know, very sensitive positions, too. So, uh, you know, the fact that that a David Brock's ilk and these media matters scum and all these other uh, outlets I saw, let's see, I think I saw, oh, uh, God, Raw Store. I, you know, I opened, I basically searched Google for Tony Bobolinsky's testimony, just, you know, that basic. By the way, Google has become a cesspool in terms of searching. I mean, it is it is just really sad. I mean, you cannot uh, you cannot search any topic that has any sort of relation to anything political 
without it being immediately curated for you with all the top leftist uh, propaganda outlets and and just in and it, and it used to be you could usually weed through and get to maybe the third page and start finding some you know truthful re- reportage. Now forget it. I mean, it is just nonstop. They'll, they'll, they'll take you back eight years. Uh, worth of propaganda, 10 years back, you know, before you'll even come close to maybe, maybe stumbling across something uh, that is any sort of objective or factual or uh, nonpartisan, uh, non-propaganda coverage, any issue that that involves any, you know, sort of either Trump or the political scene or, or the Republican versus Democrat. It's really, it's awful. I, you know, what do you find? I mean, that's a, just an aside question, Garrett, you know, you're a researcher, obviously you've got your sources. What are I mean, you, you are dealing with a, a rather a closed body of evidence with the laptop or body of uh, information. But, you know, you're obviously cross referencing. I mean, what do you do for for searches uh, in terms of trying to avoid the, you know, the algorithmic propagandizing of searches and news that uh, results from it? We have a list of about five to six different search engines, and one way to counteract what you're describing, especially on Google, is to use quotation marks and use Google's uh, date feature. So Google is, like you said, a master if you don't use quotation marks of uh, putting in order the specific results that they want you to see. But if you use quotation marks, it's called Boolean searches. This was on WikiLeaks. Well, right. yeah, that's I, how you've done that in some cases, and and it's still, still, it, it manages to like uh, throw a bunch of chaff in your way uh, that I that I found that maybe maybe you're you're yeah, and some, some much stuff more is, precise. But, some stuff um, is not indexed by the sites themselves, which is frustrating. Well, it's um, awful when you put something in quotes had, and then no, and it goes to no results. You know, it's like well, <laughs> one thing we always do is use foreign search engines. So okay, for that's Biden, Use Yandex because anything that is pro anything that's in the United States is going to be pro regime, which means pro Biden, which means pro Ukraine. So use Yandex or another engine that ha- doesn't have that built-in propaganda tool. Uh, Yandex, for example, has more pictures and more pictures of Zlachevsky and Kolomoisky than do the Western sources. Zlachevsky yeah. has. Your listeners know owned Burisma, but he was the junior partner. He was the minigarch, the key oligarch behind Burisma and Pravat Bank and Optima Group is Kolomoisky. And Kolomoisky was brought up by name in a call that Joe Biden had with Poroshenko in December of 2016 when Biden said that he considers it critical to his physical security that Pravat Bank be nationalized ASAP. Because if these are Joey's words, if Trump got in there, he would essentially figure out that the that Kolomoisky was using the IMF loans to create shell companies in uh, Cyprus and basically launder himself U.S. taxpayer money. It is unbelievable. I have to, to touch back on the Lyndon Johnson reference. Um, I would agree with you in the sense that I think that. Uh, Definitely, Joe Biden is 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 the most, I think, um, monetarily or just in terms of basic ethics, corrupt vice president, certainly as Johnson was and now president, although I and maybe maybe I maybe things will be revealed in the future. But I don't know of any murders that were committed 
have been committed on uh, Biden's uh, either his behest or on his behalf, as as was the case with Lyndon Johnson, who murdered his own sister, uh, who uh, you know had basically a, a hitman in his employ. or yeah had his sister murdered, had his yeah. sister. Yeah, right. I totally yeah. agree with you. We have no bodies right now for Joe. Yeah, Johnson Johnson's a special case. I mean, this man was a monster. I mean, I, and and one of the guests that I plan to have on the Tyler Nixon show uh, in the days ahead is uh, Phil Nelson, who was uh, wrote uh, LBJ mastermind of the uh, uh, Kennedy JFK assassination um, and goes into right. incredible detail of what a, just a, a psychopath, this man, what a total psychopath this man was, uh, you know, in, in the USS Liberty incident alone, uh, for those who aren't familiar. And, and I don't know if you're familiar, are you familiar with that uh, incident? With this. Yes. Yeah. So, so this was an attempt to basically conspire with the Israeli government to draw America into a nuclear or to sort of uh, facilitate a nuclear exchange, a nuclear limited nuclear war in the Middle East uh, with Egypt uh, at the time. And, and the pretext was going to be as, you know, false flags were big at that time. And, and they were certainly uh, pedals of the metal when Lyndon Johnson took over John F. Kennedy. Uh, Poo Poo just absolutely thought they were nuts and dismissed them out of hand, such as Operation Northwoods, which was a, a scheme uh, posed to him by the Joint Chiefs, uh, mainly through lineman Lemnitzer, to take a commercial airliner, fill it, uh, well, uh, a, a drone. It was going to be a drone airliner purported to be filled with American citizens and then, uh, you know, say, uh, ha have uh, fake recordings played saying they're under attack and you're under attack. They're going to and then have it shot down. And say all those people were killed as a pretext for for war with Cuba to uh, basically uh, get in there and uh, displace the Russians who were obviously uh, uh, occupying at the time. And and you know this is insane. So this was 1961. This was proposed. So you know those who look at 9/11 and think, well, well, no, it was just clearly they subverted our multi-trillion-dollar uh, national defense system. Uh, you know, a bunch of uh, Arab hijackers or, uh, you know, whatever have you just managed to slip right through the cracks and, and, and you know, drive these planes into these massive buildings and the Pentagon. Uh, think again. I mean, there's, you know, the, the, the story of 9-11 is yet to be told. But as far as Lyndon Johnson, I agree, goes up, especially on Building 7, I yeah. truly have not studied. I remember the exact everybody knows where they were. I was in kindergarten learning the Lord's Prayer. <laughs> that's great and hey, hey Garrett, we're gonna we're gonna take yeah. a quick uh, commercial break here for uh just some messages from our great sponsors uh you're watching the tyler nixon show here on today's news talk tnt where we're lighting the fuse for freedom stay with us with his expert analysis and opinion this is tnt radio's timothy shea make no mistake it wasn't none of these candidates that pulled 62.9 percent of the vote in nevada it was Donald Trump. It wasn't none of these candidates that pulled 62.9% of the vote in Nevada. It was Donald Trump. Donald Trump is the one that beat Icky Nicky, Never Nicky, Neocon Nicky, 629 to 30.1%. But Nicky's undeterred. She's going to remain in it no matter what. Chris Christie, meanwhile, has announced that he hasn't ruled out an independent run for the presidency in 2024. I guess because he did so well in the Republican primary, he thinks there's ample appetite out there for him as a independent candidate. These people aren't delusional. They know they have no chance. They're being paid to stay in it. Why? To push the Donald Trump is dangerous narrative. Well, guess what? 
Donald Trump is dangerous. He's dangerous to the globalist plans to take over the world and subject we the people under the boot heel of tyranny. He's dangerous to the Democrats' plans to keep the border open and destroy our country from within. He's dangerous to the status quo. And that's exactly why we love him. From MAGAinstitute.com, this is Timothy Shea for today's News Talk, TNT. Are you ready to help your family get prepared for the unexpected? Here we go! Ladybug and Cat Noir know how important it is to be ready. Because you never know when Hawk Moth is going to strike or a disaster will hit. And you don't need miraculous powers. Just put those planning skills you already have to good use. Make a plan that will help you and your family be ready when emergencies happen. Ready Kids can help. Get started at ready.gov kids. Speaking on the issues that impact Tyler Nixon on TNT. Right back into it here on the Tyler Nixon show on today's news talk with my guest, Garrett Ziegler. I was uh, Garrett. I was getting into the, uh, the what the USS Liberty. So the USS Liberty just to close that loop was a, a ship that was attacked purportedly by uh, uh, Arab, essentially Arab forces. But in fact, it was attacked by Israeli forces. And Lyndon Johnson, this was arranged by Lyndon Johnson uh, as a, a, to create the pretext similar to the Gulf of Tonkin. Uh, incident in 1965, which was another manufactured pretext for the Vietnam War to uh, to uh, enable a nuclear exchange, basically, on behalf of Israel uh, by the United States. And literally, the, these sailors, these intrepid, truly intrepid sailors on the USS Liberty managed to keep this this ship afloat uh, with massive damage to it, uh, repeated strafings with Lyndon Johnson in the White House saying, you send that G damn ship to the bottom of the ocean right now. And I mean, this is the president literally willing to send uh, sailors to their to a watery grave in order to achieve his skullduggery, his international skullduggery. That's Lyndon Johnson. Uh, Joe Biden, I think, is a little too too senile and, and uh, demented at this point to come up with anything so uh, diabolical. Um, you know, what do you, you oh, and by the way, Garrett's always a source for immediate breaking news. Whenever you're talking to him, uh, you have uh, we, we just uh, you just mentioned breaking news in the Devin Archer matter with Devin Archer being a uh, a close business associate of uh, Hunter Biden. Yeah, at one point, Hunter called him his best friend in business um, and Devin Archer just had the U.S. attorney's office oppose his motion for habeas relief uh, and legalese. And you can you can fill me in where I'm deficient. But there's going to be a fight now. There is a fight now between the U.S. Attorney's Office and Devin Archer's attorneys about his surrender date and what the next steps are. Obviously, he's going to ask Joe for a commutation that has probably already been done. Uh, and we have some emails between Devin Archer and one of his friends, Todd Slotkin, uh, about Joe Biden. So this is something to watch because you can be sure that Joey has been approached if not directly, through surrogates. And this was Hunter's best friend in business. It's insane. Yeah. So, the, I mean, you know, the quid pro quo, I just laugh how people in the, the you know, the, the, the hangers on, so to speak, in the propaganda media, MSNBC, where are the direct payments to from, you know, X and such foreign uh, business, government, whatever, to Joe Biden, like as if you need, I mean, I, what what standard of proof or evidence, what what burden do they place? I mean, they're, they're, people are rotting in prison 
uh, the J6 defendants for having merely wandered into the Capitol as the Capitol Police waved them in. And in order to uh, in order to have any any sense of uh, uh, that there should be accountability from the president of the United States, we have to have like, you know, signed checks and videotapes of them handing him cash or something along those lines, even though his son is up to his neck in foreign money and and you know, blazingly slow. I mean, as, as the laptops uh, you know, and the Biden laptop wrote the Biden report have uh, so, so glaringly exposed, uh, you know, wh- I mean, where do you see what do you, I want to I want you to do a little prognosticating here for a minute, uh, Garrett, because I think, you know, you're very keen, you're very close to it. Uh, and you're 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 one of the smartest guys I know, frankly, and, I'm, and that's saying a lot because I do know a lot of a lot of really smart people uh, that I'm glad to call friends. But uh there's been this always this uh, in Roger Stone, my my uh, you know my my client and and friend has said uh, one of, has led the charge on this, but that uh, Joe Biden will not make it to November. He will not be the Democratic nominee, and that Michelle Obama will be substituted for him in some sort of you know grand uh, switcheroo situation. Um, I don't think they and I and I've resisted that saying you don't know the Bidens. I said that, you know, they, they think they've got some malleable puppets because of the way he acted and the way that he was so obsequious and willing to do anything, anything it took to get the nomination and to get to the presidency. Um, but once he's in the job, they don't have a lot of leverage they can uh, exert over him short of something like a 25th Amendment uh, play. Uh, and, and, you know, he can pardon. Hunt. I mean, I don't think there's any threats they could make. Really, um, he's 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 in such a state of dementia that anything that they, I think that he perceives as a threat is going to get a violent counter reaction, violent, not physically, but a, he's going to explode. And as we saw when he was questioned about his memory, um, they're dealing with a very bad a, a degenerating, but uh, implacable situation for uh, for their party with this uh, this 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 resident of the United States that they've uh, installed. And where do you see this going? I just I don't see Jill. I don't see Hunter. I don't see any of them saying, oh, you know, just give it up, dad, you know, go into the sunset. Sure. Right. While, while their butts are hanging out in the breeze, I don't think so. What are your thoughts? I don't see it either. I would be very shocked. They're in too deep. Hunter hasn't gotten his pardon or commutation yet. Either way, Joe wins or loses or gets taken off the ticket, Hunter will be pardoned before that happens. If Joey no stays on the ticket, Hunter will be pardoned or commuted in December. Yeah. Uh, because either way, Joey won't be running for re-election again. I disagree slightly that they don't have leverage over him, but it's a matter of when he's in office. But I think it's a matter of degree. I don't think they have leverage enough to make him not run. He's in so deep. He, his whole family is reliant on the prestige and access and cash that this office provides. Right. Yeah, uh, and the, I the think protection, uh, the cloud it's getting of the, very, very late. I don't think that Michelle Obama is going to be selected because I don't think she has any desire. I think if they're going to have a 11th hour fill in, it'll be at the convention and it yeah. won't be Michelle uh, because there's some, some precedent for some finagling at a convention, not for incumbent, but there is some finagling. There is some precedent for finagling for not an incumbent, but for other for other uh, uh, nominees and throughout our history. So yeah. I, uh, you know, all I can do from my perch is track the family to tell the public what they're like and to uh, basically debunk BS. There's a lot of BS about the Bidens out there. And uh, that came through 
Guao Wen Guai and G News. So we uh, we want to put the truth out there about Hunter. That's very very hard because it is such a charged environment. And Jill, like you said, you mentioned Jill. She is invested in this too. She has Trump derangement syndrome. So she's going to go against what's best for the nation, which is obviously not to have Joey in power. And to go against Trump, she's going to try to run her husband again. And she's his biggest handler, Jill. Yeah, absolutely. No question. Always has been. And the other thing is you got to look at her from a personal perspective. She gets all the all the uh, you know, the perquisites, the the uh, luxuries of being first lady of the United States, being the, the wife of the president. What does she have facing her after this? Going back into back to Greenville and watching Joe melt into a uh, to a uh, mindless blob for the rest of her life. I mean, honestly, uh, not that you'll leave not, him not, in Greenville. He's always been a mind. Yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, yeah, I, I, I would think they'll probably have some sort of, you know, uh, the best uh, care that money can buy as he uh, slips further into his estate. Of, I mean, I don't know how much further he has to go, well, really. I, I good, mean, I gave a speech. You were there. I gave a speech at that DuPont Country Club and somebody came up, up to me afterwards and said the reason why he's going home so often to Wilmington is because there's folks from uh, Christina Care coming in. Christine, uh, and and tending to him there because they don't have the visitor right. logs. They can go in yeah, the back. Yeah. They know how to keep their mouths shut and, and keep it sort of yeah. in the Delaware. The Delaware yeah, so whatever the Delaware cocktail they're, they're cooking up for him, um, whatever whatever concoction of medicines, I think, it's dis- I think it's dispensed and discussed and calibrated when he's back in Wilmington at that lake house. Yeah. And you got to wonder that how much, I mean, the, the level of control is, I mean, you know, Edith Wilson, I guess, was, you know, analogously, uh, Woodrow Wilson was basically just a vegetable and for the, I guess, the last practically year of his presidency, uh, another odious uh, super state uh, Democrat of, of the, you know, who gave us basically the Federal Reserve Bank and the income tax in the same year. Uh, may he rest in hell. Um, but. <laughs> You know, she uh, Edith Wilson was calling the shots and obviously this was, you know, this was a different era. Um, but now, you you know, the, the, just regulating the types of drugs he has, they could either keep him sort of at bay or they could fire him up. I mean, it's it's kind of scary how much control that, that anybody well, you see his thoughts that of anger. It. He'll be given a speech and it, something about Bo will come up and he'll be. They'll be saying, how dare, you know, he really. Oh, no. Well, what's strange is these outbursts that make no sense where it's like, it's just a simple, like, you know, and, and then they gave it to the children. They gave it to the children. You know, it's like, it's like that it does. It's so inappropriate for what he's saying for these, like it's, but it's somehow something in his twisted mind thinks that this requires some sort of angry, emphatic emphasis. I mean, it's just, it's, it's a clownish and, sad if it weren't so scary version of joe biden throughout his entire career as a blustering bloviating demagogic blowhard uh who you could hear the groans in the gallery the senate gallery as soon as biden would take the floor because you knew you were in for a three or four hour stem winder uh, of the sort that you see when he he was on the floor talking about he doesn't want his sons to live in a jungle and he doesn't want his mother you know bang, head over the head with a brick and his you know whatever the case i mean you know where he was basically introducing his incredibly racist 
and destructive drug war policies on the country, uh, larding up the federal uh, criminal code to the extent that uh, we filled our prisons and destroyed the urban uh, inner the inner cities of America and generations of uh, of black families as you know the drug trade became the only option and. Uh, you know, either you either you were in bed with corrupt police or you're going away for 20 plus years. Um, and it's just, uh, it, you know, if it yeah. weren't such so damaging to the country, I would think it was a fitting, uh, a fitting sort of end to the career of this this parasite. I mean, Joe Biden has never brought anything to the table whatsoever, except his appetite, his big mouth, his his cockamamie harebrained ideas and his massive ego that would march to the head of any parade uh, of which he should never even be in uh, in the first place. Um, and I mean, it's uh, yeah, I'm sad for my 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 home native state of Delaware for what it has wrought on the country. And repeatedly reelected, although not by any large margin, the same country, or excuse me, the same state that produced Senator John J. Williams, who was the conscience of the Senate, a great man, a great senator, Republican from Milford. Senator William V. Roth, Bill Roth, who I worked for and knew, a great man who uh, was the first, has introduced the only vehicle uh, in, in the entire sort of retirement scheme involving the federal tax code and federal the federal law uh, in the Roth IRA, where you could protect your money and invest your own money for your retirement rather than have Uncle Sugar just tax you and, and on the hope that maybe someday you'll get it doled back to you in social security payments. That also had Governor Pete DuPont, who was uh, himself uh, turned our state around uh, in the 1970s in the doldrums of the Carter era, ran for president as, as a rock ribbed conservative in, in, uh, in 1988. And I worked on his campaign campaign. Uh, and, and unfortunately, now the country knows Delaware as the haven of this, this third rate uh, political crime family, the Bidens, and it saddens me. Um, but Garrett, um, is there any more? Is there anything more that we're going to see uncovered uh, in, in the Biden? I mean, are they going to continue these? Uh, oh, sorry, I got a phone ringing here. Are they going to continue the uh, what I think about Hunter is that he should fear being, I mean, he might get a federal pardon, but that can't possibly cover all his crimes. I mean, if you have a, a say, a fired up uh, U.S. attorney somewhere in one of these jurisdictions in which he's, you know, spread his crime spree, um, I think he could be, could really, I mean, could, there's no blanket pardon. Joe can't just pardon him for all future crimes. I think if I were Hunter, I'd be like thinking about where I'm going to like disappear to after the, uh, after the Biden uh, residency is over with. What, what, what say you? I think Hunter's praying that a, a AG or local prosecutor doesn't get sharp and courageous because Joey can't pardon those state or local crimes. That's right. Um, that's what he's praying for, number one. Uh, number two, they're praying that the Republicans don't get smart and don't call people like Mel Monzak to the stand. Mel Monzak, John Sandweg, these are people that are close to the bone and uh, – Mel Monzak knows where the money's coming from. Joe, remember Mel Monzak, former law partner of Joey. Yeah. Has been his power of attorney since 1986. He can write yeah. checks, cash checks on Joey's behalf. So Joey doesn't even need to know the precise details of how the money's getting there. And he won't want to know so he can maintain plausible deniability. I think Mel Monzak is at this juncture in February 24 the most important person who hasn't been heard from under oath. And of course, they're going to put up every privilege in the book, attorney, client, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I don't care. Find a way to pierce that privilege and get Mel Monzak on the stand. Mel Monzak's wife worked for Joe Biden. His daughter worked for Bo Biden. 
the family is connected at the hip. His his power of attorney going on 37, 38 years. So you know the Monzacs. We've talked about them a long time. Yeah. Mel yep. is the key. Mel is the key. That's my value add. And that's found out through going through the laptop. It is going to be very interesting because, you know, there's always a residuum of loyalty. Uh, so the, the, the diehards that follow a presidency, obviously, Barack Obama has certainly a, a, a loyal coterie of psychophants and people, you know, that, are, that consider them sort of the royal, you know, treat them royally. The Clintons had the same thing. Of course, the Bushes had always had it, uh, always had sort of a coterie of, you know, going back to Prescott and, and, and further back. The Bidens, however, I mean, when he leaves the presidency, there's not going to be any sort of uh, big, you know, welcome reception. I mean, I think they're going to be totally exposed and you're going to see the all this phony loyalty and, and protectionism drop like a uh, hot potato. So closing thoughts in our last uh, 30 seconds here, Garrett. Call on the Republicans to get sharp and get tough. That that the Republicans in Congress and the Republicans in the state AG's offices have to bring forth uh, justice. And I Amen. think that AGs are the are the key. That's what we've said. Hundred percent, hundred percent. You've been watching the Tyler Nixon Show for February fifteenth, twenty twenty four. Join us tomorrow on today's news talk tnt where we're lighting the fuse for freedom stay tuned for state of the nation coming up next with my good friend steve hook and brian hesher mclean 